episode number 10. Welcome to Kinks and Beats Podcast. I am your host, Tony Fry. Thank you for joining us on our 10th episode. We've completed two full weeks of this little project, and um, we only have like 400 weeks left to go till we're done. I'm glad you're here. I hope you've been enjoying the show so far. I realized that yesterday's episode had some funky audio. I don't know where that came from, but I can't fix it. Um, I'd have to re-record it from scratch. I don't, I don't know how what happened. Hopefully, today sounds much better to your ears. Uh, today we're talking back to the Kinks, like we do. We're talking about a song called "National Health," and it's a song I've been kind of obsessed by lately. It's it's off the low budget album. It was released July tenth, nineteen seventy nine, and uh, it's a solid album. I mean, it's a really good album. Uh, I don't want to diminish it in any way. It's a very good album. Um, But for some reason, this song has kind of gone under the radar for me for as long as I've been a Kinks fan. And I have had this album for a long time. And I think uh, it suffers a little bit coming off of Sleepwalker and Misfits. Because those are both pretty produced albums. They sound very of their time. There are moments that, dare I say, it treads into Yacht Rock territory. And that's not to say they're not great albums. I actually like both albums. But um, they are very different than Low Budget, which is the album National Health is on. Um, That is a straight-ahead rock and roll album from pretty much every tune on there. With the exception of two songs, Wish I Could Fly Like Superman and the um, song Low Budget, which the album's named after, uh, everything was recorded in New York. And I think that has a real influence on the music. It, It has not quite a punk feel, but it does have like a... No, not quite new wave either. I don't know. It does. It just feels like a late seventies New York album. I, and I hinted at this yesterday. I would have loved to have heard in their prime Blondie cover this song. It's it it would it fits right along with the contemporaries that were releasing music at the time. It's a little edgy. It's straight ahead rock and roll. It's uh, a little bit weird. Uh, Ray is kind of half singing some of the lines. He goes through different vocal affectations through the entire thing. There's out of tune harmonies, which only sound correct because uh, both har- both vocals are a little out of tune. It's like when he's kind of half singing it, it's like rhythmic talking. And then he's rhythmic talking at a different pitch. So because it's never really grounded in the harmony of the song, it doesn't sound out of tune. But it also does not fit the chords that are going on in that in that section at all. Um, but it's really cool. And then you got like this chromatic right? And the way he slides into the notes and he's barely holding on to the tune and it sounds lazy. It's like the words are just kind of just falling out of his mouth. You know, it's it's there's like an indifference to his voice, uh, which I think is really cool in this particular tune. And it matches with what the band is doing. 
overall, this album in general has a very dry master. Um, it there's not a ton of echo. Everything's pretty separated. The drums are closely mic'd. This tune in particular, um, it feels. I don't know, like it would feel if they were playing it in their garage. And ultimately the kinks are the greatest garage band of all time. You know, that's, that's the way a lot of fans, myself included, prefer to hear them is just raw and unpolished and, you know, let Dave make a mistake in the vocal, in the, in the guitar, let Ray miss a note in the vocals, you know, let things happen. Let it feel like just, just a, a straight rock and roll band. You know, we've got the Beatles for polish. Let's listen to some just straight ahead rock and roll. And nobody does it better than the Kinks for my money. So this tune is uh, about nervous tension. Um, that's about it. It's, 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 you know, in typical Ray Davies fashion, it's a song about nothingness. You know, it's not a typical rock and roll song, although he does kind of present it in a typical rock and roll way. Um, equating it with drugs and stuff like that. But ultimately, this is a song about going outside and taking a walk. You know, he says, Nervous tension, man's invention. It's the biggest killer that's around today. Let the tension out or it will build and build inside and strike you down someday. Um, and then he goes on to say, you know, Valium helps for a while, but then it screws you up. And, um, there's no pills that don't have side effects that aren't guaranteed to send you around the bend. But then the next verse, you got to let out the tension with a little bit of exercise, loosen up your muscles and feel the knots in your body untie. This is a song about walking around, jogging through the park, maybe lifting some weights at the gym. Much like hay fever, um, which I'm about to misspeak, so let me double check. I don't think was on this album. No. Uh, I think that was on Misfits. Yes. Much like Hay Fever in the in the album right before it, it's like, and a lot of Ray's stuff, frankly, these lyrics, the, the, the content of the song, the subject matter of the song, rather, is so ordinary and so everyday and so boring. But when he presents it in the context that he does, um, it's, it's great. And nobody can get away with this kind of stuff like he can. If anybody else would have written this song, it might not have come across um, in the same way. And possibly it's his vocal delivery that is selling it, that lazy, lackadaisical, uh, you know, uninspired vocal delivery, which because it's clearly deliberate, is super inspired. It's, it's a weird thing to uh, present something to the world that you did 5, 10, 15, 20 takes of, and to present it and as, as an uninspired, um, I don't really care about what I'm saying. And it's like, no, that we know that's not true because you put the work into it and you wrote the words and you and you did a thousand takes of the, the band and the vocals and everything. But then to actually deliver a performance that still delivers that message is actually really, really something. And Ray um, there, I we will cover several examples 
of where his vocal delivery kind of makes the song great on its own uh, and makes it distinctly a Kinks song. And I think that's kind of why I I hear Blondie in this. I think it would be cool with a, a woman's voice. I think um, that chromatic movement, da 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 that little lick, I think would sound cool. Um, you know, up the up the octave, in in uh, in Deborah Harry's voice vocal range. But she also kind of has that similar vocal delivery in some of her songs. Like listen to Heart of Glass, which is a song we've all heard a thousand times. She is bending into notes. The the just like in this song, the words are kind of just falling out. And uh, this would have been a cool cover. And now that I'm saying this, I really hope that they haven't covered it and that I am speaking like an idiot right now. I should have checked. I'm sure they haven't. I'm sure I would have heard that. But in any case, this is a tune that, like I said, I kind of slept on for a while. Um, It is right in the middle of the album. It's right after Pressure, which is two and a half minutes long. And right before Wish I Could Fly Like Superman, which was in the United States, kind of a hit. You still hear it on the radio every now and then. Um, So there's no reason for me to have skipped it. I like all the songs on that A side. I should have, you know, I don't know how I missed it. But just, you know, uh, randomly listening to Kink's tunes on Spotify one day, I came across this tune and, and listened to it three or four times in a row. And... It just it hit me different than it had before. Uh, and it's just a cool track. There's a stinging guitar solo. All the guitar work on it. Um, it's The lead guitar is panned over to the left side if you're in your headphones. And sounds a lot like um, the guitar tone that you hear on a lot of 10cc albums. So I don't know if they were inspired by that or maybe they're using a similar rig on this track. But... Uh, it, it reminds me a lot of it. And then you've got this cool little synthetic noise happening in the right speaker that's bendy and loopy and, and kind of sounds like a Blue Man Group instrument of some sort. But overall, straight ahead rocker. And after the couple albums that they had of very polished, you know, uh, adult contemporary pop music, like I said, don't start sending me emails. I love those albums too. Um, but this was a welcome return, and it kind of, and it kind of, uh, you know, led to the next album. Give the people what they want. That's a rocker. State of Confusion has a huge hit on it with Come Dancing, so it kind of brought them back to their roots, um, and in, and of just doing straight ahead rock music. They weren't doing concept albums. They weren't doing. There's no Dixieland horn section on this album. There's no vaudeville tunes. It's just a straight ahead classic rock album if you haven't listened to it listen to the whole thing we'll do a an episode on the full album someday when i've decided to do full album episodes but uh definitely go and give this track a listen it's a solid one and music theory wise there's not much to talk about i know some people like when we dig a little deeper there's not a lot there it's an interesting form that you know kind of goes all over the place but you know it, it also is just a straight ahead four on the floor punk rock tune. If you haven't heard it, what day is today? Today's Friday. If you haven't heard it, swing by herohabit.com. 
And right there on the front page today is the recap of all this week's episodes. And this track will be on it. Um, along with the podcast you're listening to right now. So make sure you swing by there to listen to all the tracks we've covered this week. This has been a very eclectic week of uh, episodes. I'm already looking forward to uh, to covering next week's shows because we've got some Halloween treats for you um, for that week and uh, another good mix of eras from both bands. I will talk to you guys on Monday where we um, will discuss the song I consider to be the single song the Beatles did that saved rock and roll for, for the rest of us. All right. Follow us at Hero Habit on Twitter, Facebook, and the Instagrams. Swing by the um, HeroHabit.com. Join one of our groups. Vote in our Greatest Kinks Song um, bracket polls in the community section. Share this podcast all over the place. Like it on and or subscribe, rate and review on iTunes and help us get the word out because as long as you guys keep listening and the audience keeps growing, we will do this until we're done with the uh, with the music and swing by or give us a call in America this is an American number. So do what you have to do to, to get here from international 925-494-1739. And you can leave a message to talk about um, one of the songs we've already mentioned or a future song. If you'd like to be included on a future episode of this show. All right. I will talk to you guys on Monday. Have a great weekend. Listen to some more kinks, listen to some more Beatles and, um, Thanks for joining us. This podcast is presented by the Hero Habit Podcast Network. Swing by HeroHabit.com today to comment on this episode and poke around our growing database of sports and pop culture news, reviews, and collectibles. HeroHabit.com. Collect your heroes.